Hello, everyone. What's up, Hoops Crew? I hope you are all doing well. I am sure you all have missed us. It's been about two weeks since our last episode. Uh, we, <laughs> we're we a scrappy little production here. Um, you know, we're scripping and scrapping uh, and uh, putting this together, um, pulling ourselves up from our bootstraps. So uh, apologies for the delay. Uh, that is on yours truly um, for some uh, production difficulties. Uh, it is amazing how quickly uh, the world of basketball changes. Uh, we are now in the finals. Um, so all of this information is uh, uh, out of date. But it's a fun little uh, time capsule to where we were uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, this was recorded on June 29th, uh, which we I mean, back then, the Bucks and the Hawks uh, were playing. Giannis gets injured in this game. Spoiler alert. Um, it is a uh, it's a doozy of an episode. Um but yeah, it's a bit uh, uh, out of time from where we are right now. Uh, but I wanted to put it out just for the sake of uh, posterity. Um, and we are in the market for a, uh, you know, totally unrelated note, but we are in the market for a uh, uh, an engineer or um, uh, a producer. So <laughs> uh, if you know someone who might be a good fit, uh, feel free to email us at hoopscrewforever at gmail.com and now without any further ado please enjoy Hoops Crew The Magnificent Seven Hello everyone and welcome to the Hoops Crew I am Frank Severich uh, and we are so glad that you are joining us again this evening, this morning, whenever you are listening to this. Uh, we have the full crew. The starting five are with us tonight. We've got a jam-packed agenda for you. We're going to be talking all things Clippies, Suns. We're going to be talking all things Hawks, Bucks. Uh, we're finally going to hear Chloe apologize to Paul George. Uh, <laughs> all this and more on today's episode. Uh, with me is always is the amazing incredible roster that we have uh starting with mary Catherine curran hello mary Catherine. good afternoon uh good evening and good night um <laughs> i'm currently watching the game while doing this podcast yes the so. the uh as is a hoops crew tradition the hawks and the bucks <laughs> are playing during this game uh, and so we will see uh, what happens uh, based on uh, uh, on the outcome of that. We will get to that in the second half of the show. Uh, joining us, returning champion, uh, g- gone last week but not forgotten, Chloe Michaela. Hello, Chloe. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, man, that's your catchphrase. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm too watching the game. Uh, that's all. Yeah. It's it's a game. It's a game, and it's happening. Uh, we will get to all that and more, uh, and we will also get to Greg Toomey. Hello, Greg. Hello, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm falling again hey. uh, in love with that track that you put out, man. That song is so good. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. It's really amazing. Um, 
And uh, listeners who want to hear that can look up uh, Greg on on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever, or just listen to the end of last episode. And uh, rounding out the Hoops Crew starting lineup, we have the one, the only, Matthew Sparacino. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Frank. It is so good to be here. Now, we are going to start with the tip-off today, and the tip-off today starts with some corrections and omissions. Now, Matthew, you had a correction from last week's episode about, I believe, Italian players in the National Basketball Association. Uh, Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Frank, for bringing this up, and thank you for... uh, you know, prioritizing this, our first item right off the bat. I wasn't expecting That's right. this. That's um, right. So last week, just to quickly recap, the subject of, uh, we were talking about Danilo Gallinari, uh, six man for the Atlanta Hawks, and I brought up the subject of the best Italian NBA players of all time. Um, and I said that it was We Gall- learned, there was a twist, there was a twist in there where we learned that Reggie Jackson was born in Italy. Uh, so that was that was a very exciting uh, topic of conversation. And, and this is exactly what I wanted to address because uh, I had found a list that didn't have Reggie, which is why I said it was Gallo. Uh, Jackson, I think we would all agree, is a better player than Gallo, at least right now. Um, but I did I did a little looking into it. Reggie Jackson was born in Italy. His parents, though, are American. He was born to a military family. So... I don't know. Does that still count? Like born in? I did put that in the chat, but not did not say it in the. We podcast. didn't vocalize it. The chat. Right. The chat is very active during these episodes. It's uh, truly a shame. We're going to release the transcript at along. the end of the season. Yeah, release the transcript. <laughs> release the transcript. <laughs> I think it counts. You think so? I think it. I still think it counts. I think it does. Would yeah, he play for them in the Olympics? That, well, that's, no, a, that's a good question. I think he's dual. Yeah, he would be a dual citizen, I guess. Yeah. He'd have to dual be. Shock. Yeah, if he was born in Italy, he, uh, our military base, he's got to be dual citizen. He's definitely the best Reggie that's in the NBA right now, right? Oh, I was like that in the NBA. Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, of all time. I was going to be like, oh. Well, Reggie Miller, I think, would edge him out for best Reggie. Yeah. Is there a better Reggie than Reggie Jackson in the NBA right now, though? I doubt it. I don't think so. Is there a better Jackson than Reggie Jackson in the NBA right now? I doubt it. And I don't don't think there's a better Italian than Reggie Jackson (laughs) right now or ever. (laughs) Uh, That's great. All right. Well, we've corrected the record. Apologies to Reggie Jackson, who uh, has been balling. Definitely is listening. Yeah, and he's definitely listening. Absolutely. Shout out to Reggie Jackson. And shout out, as always, to Poland. Thank you so much for listening, Poland. We're rooting for you. Um, keep 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 up the great work. Keep up the great work. Um, all right. We're going to pivot on over now to the Clippies and the Suns. Uh, the Clippies and the Suns have been playing in the Western Conference Finals. Um and we've had a lot of action since the last time we talked. Uh, I don't know if any of you want to sort of uh, break things off with sort of a recap. Um, Chloe, do you want to sort of recap uh, what's been going on in the series recently? Like, I'd love to recap, but like, honestly, because I was out of town this past weekend, I was like on and off. I was like catching sure. quarters of stuff. 
Um, what I can say and what I have watched, and someone can piggyback off of this, is they've been really close games, and I felt that the game two could have been won uh, because I believe that was the game where uh, Paul George missed those two free throws and Aiton had that beautiful dunk. That was like one of the best games, I think, out of the entire uh, NBA series so far. Um, and yeah, right now the Clippies are up three to two. They really, or not the Clippies, the Suns are up uh, three to two. Um, I don't think the Clippers are going to win it out, but I feel like I should pass this over to Matt because he's still on that that Clippy. He's the Microsoft Word, yeah. <laughs> choo choo, he's on the Clippy train. Well, y'all might not remember but last week when we made picks uh there was one person who picked the clippies but it was not me i actually picked the suns That's last right. week and i That's right it was frank i will right. say i will say about mr the clipper clips, himself mr clipper himself. i definitely tiptoed around it and didn't make a choice <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> but um, that's on brand for you greg that's that's the greg toomey way honestly greg that's on you you're gonna have to live with that knowing that yeah, that's how me. you approach this post <laughs> Um, <laughs> haven't lost any money yet. <laughs> I, I I think uh, the Clippers, man, they they're showing so much like fight in this series, and like Chloe, I know you you have something you want to say to Paul George in a little bit. He he's been just outrageous in this series. Like you want to recap this series. I don't know if the Clippers are going to be able to come back and win it. They won last night. The Suns are now up 3-2 in the series, so the Clips got to win two more. They've played this year with their backs against the wall all playoffs, all playoffs <laughs> long. Since the very they lost the very first game, the first two games to Dallas, I, I saw a stat. The Clips have won seven games this postseason in a series where they like trailed in the series. So they won a game when they were down 0-2. They won a game when they were down 1-2, etc. That's happened seven times, which no team has ever done that before in the postseason. You know, it's kind of similar to, similar to how they came down from 0-2 twice and no one's ever done it. Kind of another version of that. And they just yeah. like, they got a lot of fight. Like, if you're the Suns, you got to feel a little nervous tomorrow going to L.A., I remember, you know, it's game six. When they played Utah in game six in L.A., that place was rocking. And they closed the jazz. They went a knocking. So I uh, I do do they're going to force a game seven. You think so? I do, yeah. I think I, th- yeah, I do I think that. I, I, I don't know that I'm ready to say they'll win the series. I still think at their best, the Suns are the best team left in either conference. Oh, yeah. But they, you know, Booker and Paul this series, even though the, the Suns went up 3-1, Booker and Paul have both not looked totally like themselves. And it makes sense. Booker, you know, broke his nose. He's dealing with this mask for the past week. And Paul uh, maybe had COVID. We, we don't really know. <laughs> like, he was in health and safety protocols and then came back. Which is insane. I, I, Go ahead, I just want to quickly say that I was watching the post game from this weekend with Chris Paul and he kept coughing and it was like, oh my God, very I, like I, it wasn't crazy, but it kept happening in a way that I was like, this makes me feel 
scared. I, I don't. Like, I don't want to like conspiracy theorize. Like so, for people listening, Paul, it's public knowledge that he has been vaccinated, but he missed a week for health and safety. The no one has confirmed whether it was for contact tracing or not, which it seems like they would just say if it was. So there's a lot of speculation that maybe he had was like a breakthrough in fright. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what's going on, but I do know this. He is not kind of playing the way that he normally plays these last couple games that he's been back. He looks sluggish. He looks just like he's not totally himself. Yeah. I was just going to mention that that 0-2 thing you mentioned. No team has ever come back and obviously never done it twice. Well, that, that's what it was, right? Never did it twice. Yeah. Right? People have done 0-2, but then back-to-back. But, like, I heard him on TNT or whatever the other day saying, no team has ever come back from 0-2 three times. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, too. obviously, because no one ever <laughs> did it twice. But they were making it seem like a really big deal, which, of course, it is. But, it, like, they made it seem like people had done twice before. Yeah. Like, that, that's all you need to know, that no one ever did it twice, and they did it. No, it's And funny. no one has ever done a three times. Like, that's also, like the way they said it, like, yeah, that, that's, I, that's very obvious. But I, I think you got to give the Clips a chance because the last few games, really, and most of the series, Paul George has been the best player. Like, of, of In the playoffs. I, I mean, maybe. Uh, who's give the, me another player. Who's the best guy in the East, Giannis? Like, I know we're going to talk about him later. Um, is Trey Young the best player in the East? Well, he's I mean, all that and more. Not statistically. In the half. He's hurt. He's not playing tonight, so I, I don't think it can be him. Um, Probably harder. Ginger Mamba? Yeah. <laughs> it Ginger, might be. Ginger Mamba. Yeah. I mean, the performance that Chris Middleton had this weekend for <sighs> that team, like, unfortunately, means maybe he could even be in attention. I think over Giannis, maybe even. I don't know. Oh, Lord. I don't know. That's just how sad. At least Chris Middleton makes his fucking free throws. <laughs> he's, he's good, man. Middleton That's is true. a really, really solid, boring exactly. player. Um, another thing that's been brought up a lot, uh, which is weird, and I just I don't know if anybody has any takes or thoughts on it, is that Kawhi Leonard, of course, is, has been hurt. We don't know what the status of his injury is. We don't know if he's coming back or if he's out. It seems like he's out, but who knows? Uh, he's he's kind of famously an enigma. Um, but he's been spotted at the games uh, in the luxury box. He hasn't been <laughs> on the sidelines, uh, which is unusual uh i don't know if we have a take on that or anything or if anybody wants i mean what's unusual frank sorry Kawhi leonard has been sitting in the luxury box uh during the uh games against Mm. the suns instead of like on the bench instead of on the bench or you know whatever like one of two things so like one it could be depending on what the what his knee injury is. I mean, it sounds super severe. Like the bench is already super packed. So I can't imagine maybe he would sit kind of like behind them as like some players have, but it could be something of like the knee injury he has is like pretty severe. He needs to keep it ice. He needs to keep it elevated, whatever, like what have you. And that's why he's in the luxury box. Or it could be fear of like, if something happens on the sideline and he fucks up his knee even more, 
any one of those things could be related for that. Or it could just be the fact that I think Kawhi Leonard went on record the other day as being upset once again with the medical staff of the Clippers. And he was upset with the medical staff in San Antonio. So like, I'm almost wondering, like, is he just like pissed at the entire situation? And he just like, doesn't want to be down there on the bench. And it's just, you know, in San Antonio, you were like, oh, maybe it is the medical staff. Like, why right. have we done this? Yeah. But now you're like, okay, Kawhi, is it the medical staff? Or are you just pouting that you hurt your knee and you can't play? Like, Kawhi, that, or excuse me, Chloe, that is exactly my reaction to Kawhi right now. Like, I, I was totally team Kawhi when he left, went to Toronto. I was rooting for him so hard. I loved that run. I was so excited about that. But if he's doing that again, which it sounds like he might be doing that again, and it's like, man, like, now I don't know whether to believe you or not. Because, like... The common denominator between those two situations is you. And And you can't tell me that the medical staff is terrible everywhere. Like what sounds to me is you're mad that the medical staff says you're out for the rest of the season. There's a difference. So you can't throw them under the bus when they're trying to do right by you. Like they want you to be able to, I don't know, walk at the age of 40. So right. <laughs> like, don't be a kid what about a concept. it. Like, like cheer your team on, be enthusiastic. Although I don't even want to get on him for not being super enthusiastic because he's not enthusiastic when he's on the floor. So <laughs> I don't think we should be like, look at Kawhi, not smile. He doesn't smile. Just li- leave him alone. No. As far as facial expression goes, he's, he's consistent. Right. So... <laughs> We can't be mad about that. But him blaming the medical staff, I was like, you're just mad that you're injured. You can't be out here blaming the doctors that are trying to do right by you. Well, right. speaking of injuries, which is something that's been going on in the league a lot these days, I think we should all just in solidarity get the Devin Booker mask and just sort of be wearing them. <laughs> I think that's the new look for summer 2021. Greg, or what do you Reggie think? Jackson I can do it. Jackson glasses. Yeah, I'm I trying to get those that's glasses. That's yeah. what I want. If you yeah. need the glasses, you got to have the headband too. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that does make him look older, though. Like, how old is Reggie Jackson? Anybody got that on deck? Thirty. I feel like this 30? is the he's so old. Really? Old I, yo, he's been around. I'm thirty-one. Yeah. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Anybody else got get guesses? Oh, I think he's. I think Matt's at thirty-one. I will say I was on his page <laughs> earlier today because I was looking up the his MySpace. <laughs> yeah, I was on I, I his MySpace up... earlier. I looked up uh, Reggie Jackson, and it defaults yeah. to Reggie Jackson, the baseball player, who is 75 years old. Okay. So the first results I got was <laughs> okay. so maybe half of that. Yeah, so, I think he's 30, um, 31. He's, he was on those OKC teams a while ago. And he got – they were talking about he's it. 31. Like, Look, You're right. He's 31. I, nice. They were talking about how he was overlooked on those OKC teams. Now, granted, people can grow throughout their career. But he was the backup point guard. And you see the damage that he is doing with the Clippers. It is unreal. So, like, I... I And he was backup point guard to y'all's boyfriend, Russell Mm -hmm. West. Hold on. What? Yeah. (laughs) So what? And where is Russell? Hey, where is Russell right now? Let me me say something. Mm -hmm. If he was on the Clippers, he would be in the Western Conference Finals. So what what are you trying to say? (laughs) That's right. You know? I mean, Reggie Jackson is on the Western Conference Finals team. If he was on OKC, he wouldn't be in the playoffs. That's right. It's not because of Reggie Jackson that they're there. 
Reggie Jackson's gonna make himself some money. This no, no, but I, summer. but I, I was just, I was just curious. I didn't know he played backup for for uh, for OKC. That's he, amazing. He was their sixth man after Harden left mm-hmm. for a, a he few was years. Seven at least. When Harden was there. Man, I feel w- bad. Were him and Harden there at the same time? Yeah, I think so. In OKC, yeah. oh, I thought he I came in like that would be close. I don't I think I don't think he was on that finals team. I don't think okay, so. see. <laughs> yeah, see. That joke? Okay, see. <laughs> What's the joke? Can you do it again? Because I want to <laughs> know what the joke is. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I thought that he was. All right, I'm all over it. Frank, when you got his thing pulled up, what, when did he come into the league? What year? I, I closed that window. This is okay. We're shutting the door on Reggie Jackson. The show Enough on Reggie. People Google things. Um, Enough guys, on Reggie. I googled it. His first yeah. season in Oklahoma City, 2011, 2012. So he was on that so team. So he was on that team. Damn, I that's know right. really got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, see, as in okay, okay, see, Yeah, I was rooting hard for that team. But it wasn't. It wasn't until now. You're his, just a sellout. It wasn't until won't. his third season that he really started playing. Well, let's let's also talk about speaking of playing. We uh, we have a coach who has been playing a great series out west. Really, two coaches, but I want to talk about Ty Lu for a second because uh, I think we talked about him a little bit last week, and I know Chloe has some thoughts on Ty Lu and how the league overall perceives uh, Ty Lu as a coach. Do you think he's overrated, underrated, properly I, rated? I think he's underrated, and I think I think that this is like his year to really get out from underneath of LeBron James's shadow. Cause I've always felt like he's always been in LeBron James's shadow since being out in Cleveland and people, you know, weren't the biggest fan of him out there. They didn't think he was competent enough to coach. It was like, Oh, LeBron James is doing the coaching, blah, 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 blah. Or this is LeBron James's team. And it's just like, no, like Ty Lue was like, doing the best that he could having to deal with LeBron James and his fucking ego. A lot of personalities. But in that respect, I also feel like coaching LeBron James helped him deal with this cast of characters because I I can't think of, I was thinking thinking about this last night, that the Clippers are so scrappy. Every single player has a specific personality. They're all freaking different. And like all teams are like this, but the Clippers in particular, and he's able to manage all of them. Like watching the Clippers play is like being able to watch these players fully be themselves Mm -hmm. on the court with no shame whatsoever. And like, Ty Lue isn't like punishing them at all. Ty Lue is letting Patrick Beverly do whatever the fuck Patrick Beverly wants to fucking do on the court. Well, I think he he's good at understanding what his players can do and what they need to do in a specific moment. Um, his lineups change so frequently uh, mm-hmm. in, a, in a good way. I mean, the, one of the heroes of the game last night was fucking Boogie Cousins. So, like, <laughs> you know, he had 15 minutes and he scored 11 points. Like, so, yeah, no. and, and I, I mean, collecting social security checks right now. And it's also, <laughs> hey, come on, come and on. That's what we that's Boogie yeah. Nights, baby. It's Boogie Nights. MCAT, I think. I Boogie was awesome last night. I think you might have flipped it though. I think he had 15 points in 11 minutes because last night oh, okay. Boogie, it was a playoff career high for Boogie, which is wild. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. Dude, He's never dude made the playoffs. Not, yeah, he hasn't played a lot of playoff games. But you, you're right, though, in the in the matchups, MC, because I was thinking about it. Uh, who, was the, who was the team that they played before? Was it Denver? Yes. Clippers. The Clippers Clippers played the Jazz. U- Utah. The Jazz. No, U- Utah. Yes, they played the Jazz. And that was when, so Ty Lue decided to go small. Zubox, yes. I don't think, yes. played a damn game minute. or minute in that series yeah. right but he played in the series before he played against Dallas but going small forced Rudy Gobert to like get tired not know what to do like he's just hard moving to see because he's like seven feet tall smart move and now you're seeing Zubox in this series because it makes sense with the matchups and you're seeing I find myself watching the Clippers and being like oh well, Zubas is also Zubas was out last night, he was and out so last night. He's hurt. they needed. He's hurt. He may not be back. So, like, uh, that's why also having they had like, to go small. Boogie's they the had only to center. go small, and then Boogie's Boogie's the only one that's left. I almost said Booger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but you I guys want to like, hear my Zubats impression? Though, yeah, let's hear it. Had Zubats and I am Zubats. Like, I can't. <laughs> okay, see. <laughs> Okay, see. Okay, okay see. see. Um, so, yeah, Tyler is underrated. Um, and I hope that he really gets all of the respect and accolades. Because I feel like a lot of people are focusing on Monty, which they should, because Monty has crushed it. He's really great. He's so great. With Chris Paul. But I'm like, we really need to talk about Ty Lue because they lost players in the offseason and they lost Doc Rivers and they are in the conference finals like they lost their best player last round yeah it's incredible back from oh two like coming back from oh two is coaching that's coaching yeah absolutely mc do you want to get in here and greg i'd love to hear your thoughts as well uh i mean i think i pretty much said sort of everything that i i mean he did it twice like he's not this isn't the first time that he's brought a team that didn't make it previously because uh, like the when he was on the Cavs, they didn't make it previously uh, to like, well, they didn't win the finals. And so when he came in, he brought that energy. And I just think we don't give him enough credit for the things that he does, because we all know, like LeBron is not an easy person to coach. Like, I think we see that a lot with. Eric Blestra, we see that with Ty. We've seen it multiple times with almost every coach. I feel like, like Frank Vogel. Vogel I'm like, oh, Frank Vogel, poor Frank Vogel, just yeah. too much, you know. So I think it's nice to see him outside, and and he struggled to get a job for a minute, which is so fucking yeah. stupid. Wow. And so I hope that that never happens again, because it had nothing to do with you know he he brought them to the place that they needed to be. He's very smart. He's very strategic. And that's the kind of coaching that we don't see all the time that we like to see. uh, Because, you know, again, none of his lineups are the same uh, consistently, which is nice. And there's some sort of weird perception in the league that's like we give people who I'm trying to think of who like Doc River. Well, that's not really a great example. But for people who have won a championship, we give them the props that they deserve you know what i mean but ty Lu, we don't for some reason because it's lebron like i don't get that like just because lebron's on your team you don't get the props that you deserve yeah it's the same for winning a title it's the like same. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me i feel like it, it it's and this is i think finally flipped in the last few years i think it was the same thing when Braun was in miami with eric spolstra like he right everyone was like oh he's gonna get fired he's gonna get fired 
and then they win championships. Oh, he's got LeBron and Wade, whatever. And now, years later, it's like, holy shit, this guy's one of the best coaches in the league. Honestly, I think the other than the two guys in the Western Conference Finals, he's probably the next best guy. So, like, yeah, yeah. it's just weird how we, like, disc dis- stuff and exceptions and all this stuff. I don't, we're going to talk about asterisks a little uh, later mm-hmm. on, but... Yeah, Ty Lue, I, I, I think I agree with everything that's been said. You know, I mentioned earlier all the stats about how the Clippers have come back with their backs against the wall and how tough they've been all year. And, I, you know, you got to credit leadership with that. Like, And Lou, I mean, he came down or he came back from down 3-1 in the finals in 2016. So, like, yeah. there's a team that can come back from o two three one, like you know, in that locker room, he's not going to be shook. He's going to be confident. He's going to be saying what needs to be said to those guys. So, like I said, I think they'll win tomorrow. You can't count them out. I one one thing I, I want to hit on on Paul George while we're still on this series. He's been so good since Kawhi went out mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Kawhi in the luxury box, and I I agree with everyone. Like I, Kawhi is one of my favorite players. I'm a big defender of Kawhi, but he is clearly not like a leader. He's an amazing player, and I you know he he leads through example, but he he hasn't figured out that like Duncan balance where Duncan could still like reach out to guys. Kawhi just seems like he does his own thing. Even though I don't think the Clippers are going to make it all the way to the end without Kawhi, I do think in a weird way that this could be the best thing for them in the long run because George is, like, blossoming this year. This is the best, like, he has ever looked. It's He's, he's really been amazing. I, I, I saw this quote from Boogie last night in the postgame where he was talking about George and how much he gets shit on by the media and how much grief he takes. This is the quote. Boogie said, I said it earlier in the year, I don't know where this trolling bullshit has come from where the internet controls the narratives about these players. It's becoming foolish, man. Like I said earlier in the year, that's one of the most special players to ever lace his shoes up. Give this dude his flowers. I don't understand the slander. It's becoming really silly now. Respect these players. Respect these greats. Sorry, who said that again? Boogie. Right, right, Boogie Cousins. So... And and he, so if Kawhi stays there, seeing, I, I don't know, maybe George can be like the leader that they need with Kawhi not really able to fill that role. One other thing that I saw George say um, the other night was he actually talked about LeBron. Remember how LeBron had that quote about being 100% where he was like, I don't think I'll ever be 100% yeah, again in my, yeah. in my career. George had a quote. Um, he was also seeing three baskets. He was also I don't seeing know if you remember three that. baskets. When he had to that, aim right? for the middle one. He was seeing three baskets, and he had to aim for the middle one. That's I don't know if you ridiculous. guys remember that. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I hope he's enjoying. So he the had three baskets. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will yeah, just say. No, he, I just wanted to say quickly, like uh, Paul, uh, Chris Paul, not being one hundred, and then coming back here is is also fucking with the dynamic of things uh because when he was out they were figuring out how how to adjust without him now he's back they got to adjust a little bit again to deal with what's happening with him health wise 
because there's clearly something up. Like he's, or I mean, he yeah. just had an off game yesterday. He everybody has an off game, but we're not used to seeing him. That's not him. So I think that that uh, it, while everything else is correct, Ty Lue, Paul George, all of it, all all are huge, making big moves, making big plays, doing big things, but. Something fell off with the Suns last night. Well, and, and the Suns are not. I mean, we've been giving a lot of flowers to the Clippies, and they deserve it. But the the Suns are not really. If you look at the box scores, if you look at game flow and stuff like that, they're not far off from having swept this series. They're not that far off from going four one in this series. Like, if not for a couple of good plays from Boogie Cousins and stuff like that, they they might have uh, they might have won. Uh, but it could have, also be uh, the other way with that Aiton shot. I mean, the Clippers yes. almost won that game. Yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. but, but you know. Uh, Greg, do you have anything? We should uh, wrap up on Clippies and Suns. Greg, I feel like you didn't get in there much. Is there anything no, that you want to no. say related to Chris Paul, DeAndre Aiton, any, anything at all about that series? <laughs> it's, I, I still am happy with whoever wins. It, but I'm still rooting for the Suns just for CP3. That's about it. I, I also think Paul George gets. It's, I love that quote that you shared, yeah. uh, Maverick, because that's what happens these days, man. People get on, and, and I know Chloe, you know, still needs to talk about PG. Maybe we'll wrap it up with that. <laughs> but I think he's he gets so much shit. It's like that dude can ball. Like when you watch him in a good game, you're like that dude is good. Like he's a really good player. Like, if you have to watch him, you can't just listen to people tweeting about it and memes yeah. and, and, like, people in, I don't know. Anyways. Wow. Um, I'm take. getting word now from our field correspondent, Mary Catherine Curran, that Dikembe Mutombo is at this game. Uh, very exciting stuff uh, that that's happening right now. Uh, Chloe, let's wrap Clippy Suns. Um, I think you had a message that you wanted to address to Paul George right. since uh, uh, he just came up. Yes. Um, I am going to, before I give my heartfelt message to Paul George, um, back to the boogie quote with the whole Paul George slander. Uh, look, no one was questioning whether or not Paul George was a talented player. We were just wondering when the fuck he'd show up. Mm. So mm. it's just like he's shown up. This is great. Mm-hmm. No one's no one was like, oh wow, we didn't know Paul George could do this. We knew he could do this. We were just like, when the fuck are you gonna show up? So now we're out here questioning, is it because you can't play with Kawhi? Do you not know how to show up in the way that you've shown up in this series with Kawhi? So that's my question with that. So the whole slander thing. We were just waiting for you to show up, and we're so happy that you have shown up. So my apology to you is, Paul, is thinking that you would never show up. And mm. I, mm. I'm sorry okay. for that. I feel like I, I wrote you off. Because he did versus the Jazz is yes. what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And I, I truly thought that he would never show up. I thought that you were returning to your old Paul George ways when you missed those two free throws in that uh, clutch game two that would have won the game. But you showed out last night in an elimination game. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. And I really 
selfishly for me, I hope you win this series because that means that I will be in LA on my birthday mm. for the NBA Finals. Mm. Um, will you be there anyways? Or I will be there anyway. Like okay, all right. There, so it won't be if it they... just okay. happens to overlap. So like. <laughs> If the Clippers win, I will be wow. I've and like maybe myself. maybe throw Chloe in. I mean, yeah. like Kawhi's hurt. Like maybe we yeah. need to get Chloe some minutes. Lou, I don't know. Lou likes saying. to mix it up, you know. Right. Yeah. I think it could be fun. I'm here I think for it. It, it would be, be. I would be the ultimate distraction. <laughs> if you're looking for distraction, <laughs> I would be the ultimate distraction. Honestly, the rock. put me in. Uh, but Paul, I wish you nothing. I, 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 all your flowers. I'm giving you your flowers. I'm sorry I took them away. I'm glad that you have shown up and I look forward to seeing what the rest of this series and next season brings you. That's beautiful. That's, That's good clarification. Beautiful. Let's, uh, let's go into halftime now. Um, so, uh, here at the hoops crew, we have a new tradition at halftime to talk about some other topics that are kind of big picture, kind of zooming out a little bit from, uh, the day to day business of the league. Um, I have two topics that I want to discuss with you all today. Let's start with uh, something maybe we can handle a little quicker than the other one. I want to talk trade talk. So Damian Lillard uh, has uh, recently decided that he no longer potentially wants to play for the Portland uh, Trailblazers after a very controversial coach hiring and backlash that occurred. Uh, Uh, Mary Catherine Curran, go ahead. I think it's a little uh, opposite. Um, yes. So I think get that, into that now I'm that with you. I'm with you because before they hired, I think this is unfortunately what I think the issue is. Chauncey Billups, yes. um, champion with the Detroit Pistons. Chauncey Billups has um, a sexual assault and rape case from 1997. Yes. Um, he settled out of court. Nothing was quote unquote proven. Uh, the the Trailblazers have said that they launched an independent ev- investigation in order to, I guess, I don't know, whatever. Uh, 20 yeah, whatever. years later decide yeah. that things were fine. Cool. Right. Um, because they wanted to cover their asses because they were receiving Correct. a lot of backlash for that. Correct. Um, because also... In the midst of that, they also were considering Becky Hammond, who would be the mm. first female coach, uh, professional, first head coach in the NBA, and to go and from not hiring Becky Hammond to hiring someone who has sexual assault and rape uh, cases, uh, it, it's tough for uh, female fans of any organization to kind of and, go with that. And MC, in addition, they were also considering Jason Kidd, who got the Mavericks head coaching job, who apparent, apparently Damian Lillard really likes Jason Kidd, which, mm-hmm. okay. But Jason Kidd also has a very... Um, a history of violence against women. Trouble. A history of Correct. violence against women. And, that uh, he has that, pleaded guilty to. Yeah. Yes. So that is not a controversy. That is not a topic <laughs> that's up for fact. discussion. It's just something mm-hmm. that happened so what i was seeing is that and this is really hard because i I, really love damian lillard i I was texting with matt about this the other day i'm totally with you 100 percent. please keep going what's really hard is that i feel like he was gonna go if they didn't hire the person he wanted and it seems like chauncey is okay with him 
kid would have been preferred, but I don't even think, I think right now what sucks and this is a small tangent, but what sucks is it feels like Becky Hammond has not just been uh, an assistant coach. She's been an assistant coach to Greg Popovich, who is the greatest coach in the NBA. The Bill Belichick of the NBA. Right now, yeah. And I would say if you could learn anything from anybody, that would be the one you would. I mean, Steve Kerr studied under Pop. He's won multiple championships. Like, I think it, it proves that she is as good as we want her to be because Pop wouldn't have anybody on his team who wasn't incredible. And she's taken over for him a few times when yeah. he's been out for his wife and all these other things. So it just sucks because it feels like and, – and I don't know what Dame's relationship is with Becky Hammond, but it felt like she almost is being – put out there again, which is, this isn't the first time she's being put out there again as a, yeah, we'll consider her, but nobody's going to fucking hire her because it's all just, it's been years and years of that. So, you know, cause kid got the Mavs job. Chauncey Billups got the trailblazers job. Like I just, I hate that Dame was going out to bat or almost uh, giving a, ultimatum based on these two guys i i'm i'm with you 100 percent, mc the i'm i'm mad at dame because it feels like he is demanding a trade because of the fan backlash against chauncey and that's not a good reason to go if you're it seems like the fans are mad at dame because he endorsed this guy who has a a, a bad past and and dame's like well then i'm out of here because the fans are mad at me because of this and i didn't have anything to do with this when it'd be he has the opportunity at the very least just strategically whether or not he actually feels it hey i don't want to be here because of this guy who has a checkered past and has done terrible things i don't want to play for that guy right instead he's like I'm mad at the fans for treating me terribly or quote unquote, because I endorse this. Right. Yeah. So so that makes me upset. I, I, I felt like, uh, I didn't realize that kind of was in the mix is like the coach, uh, hiring was part of, cause I hadn't really seen that he was considering leaving until, uh, it says my internet's unstable, so that's really cool. Uh, but <laughs> you're good. You're I good. We've, we've got everything. Seem, it didn't seem like he was necessarily planning on leaving until there was some maybe drama with the coaching stuff. And correct. I think out of all of the things that he could leave for, that really hurts because he's been through so much shit and he's put up with so much shit. He's worked so hard that he deserves to be able to go somewhere else that he would want to yeah. go that would put a put better bones around him and things like that. But it wasn't until things started to come out about the coaching stuff that that's when he was like it basically putting up some kind of an ultimatum. It was what it felt like. I mean, I don't think he's ever really straight up said, I want to be traded. It's a lot of like rumors and a lot of sources say instead of like Dame himself being like, I will not. But th- that was Jeff definitely the vibe is that yep. he didn't want to stay if they weren't going to choose the people he wanted. Which it sounds, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, 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 
it's a very frustrating for me fan of uh dame story to hear because it's like it i don't know I feel like he's following uh, Chloe put in the chat earlier performative AF and it, it kind of feels like he's following a playbook. That's like not, I don't know. And I, I just want better for him. I've, I've, I, I, I expect a lot from him. He's a great player. Uh, Matthew, I can tell that you have something you want to say and Chloe, let's start yeah. with you and then, and then pivot over to Matt. The performative AF was for, the Portland Trailblazers, I should have specified. Mm-hmm. As far as interviewing mm-hmm. Becky uh, for for the role, I felt that was performative because, like, once I saw that Chauncey was also in the final badge, I thought maybe she'd beat out Mike D'Antoni because <laughs> I'd be really upset <laughs> if it was between <laughs> her and Mike D'Antoni and they were like, let's give the job to Mike. Wow. Um but yeah, I felt that that was performative. As far as the Dame situation goes, I mean, I'm not, I'm not particularly upset with him. I mean, maybe he did know about the Chauncey stuff. Maybe I, I don't know. I mean, I honestly just learned about the Chauncey stuff for the first time since you know. Me too. They were yeah, we were discussing about this, so I was like, oh shit. And after reading Chauncey's statement, for me, the only thing that was missing was like acknowledging this woman's. I mean, I don't remember the full story, but acknowledging this woman's life and how you potentially like destroyed it, you know, I, cause I, I, I felt for what he was saying, like, it, obviously, like, I think I'd much rather would have like listened to him say it and see him say it to like get other context clues. But just what I was reading, you know, I was just like, well, it sounds like he, you know, learned something and tried to turn something around. At least that was the gist that I was getting, but I was waiting for him to like take full accountability, to acknowledge the damage that he has done to the other people in his life and apologize for that and like really go above and beyond. And it's, it sucks too that the bar is so low for male athletes that just reading him acknowledge his wrongdoing, I was like, wow. That's crazy. We've never heard that before because it also you acknowledge that. It was also one of those things in there that he's like, I have daughters, and like that always just like always hits me the wrong way because yeah. it's like anybody who is like, I've learned my lesson. I have daughters now. It's like but no. the, the thing is too though, and maybe I'll be the first one to say this is if y'all are gonna give Chauncey shit, you need to give Kobe shit. Kobe can still be the black mambo because he is. You cannot take those statistics. Both things can be true. Both things right. can be true. So like, it really comes down to our, like, you know, has someone with what Chauncey did, like, does that mean like he should never have a job uh, ever in his career? I don't know the answer to that. Maybe not know. a head coaching job. Right. But I was like, I, yeah, I don't know the answer. I was thinking the same thing. But you also need to like be mad at the coach because so many people were like, don't bring up Kobe's past. Okay. Well, you're dragging Chauncey through the mud over here as you should. Then you need to drag Kobe as well. So, and I don't think people are, are wanting to talk about that because no one wants to touch Kobe, but y'all want to touch on other people's. Like, I just, I probably shouldn't yep. use the word touch, but you know what I mean. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we know what you mean. We know what you mean. Uh, Matt, I know you've you've been kind of um, uh, interested in saying something. Greg, I'd, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts as well. 
The, I think this is like a lot more robust, by the way, than the trade talk that I initiated. <laughs> uh, and I'm really glad we're having this conversation because I haven't had, I haven't heard this conversation on any other basketball podcast. So, Matt, please go ahead. I, well, two quick thoughts. The first thought is, um, I mean, with any luck, this could end up with Becky Hammond being the Wizards coach. I don't really have faith in that happening because, you know. Hashtag also, so does wizards. Becky Hammond want to be the yeah. Great question. Great question. Hopefully, she has better offers. But a, a possible byproduct of that, they the really looking to hire a current assistant, someone want an up and coming. We'll see. Whatever. They'll probably fuck it up. Um, but the <laughs> other thing I was going to say was circling back to the beginning, like. Okay, so if Dane gets traded, where might he go? Uh, it's tough, right? And like the other name that we brought up when we were first initiating the trade talk was Ben Simmons, right? So there are two kind of big chess pieces on the board. I would say that that's where Dame you got to start, right? Dame is a much more valuable chess piece than Ben Simmons, uh, even before the playoff collapse that he had. So if I'm Portland, like it's tough because I guess you want like the, the question for Portland is if Dame truly is demanding his way out, are do you blow the whole thing up? Do you just say, okay, we're trading McCollum, we're trading Dame, Mello. and we're just starting over? Or are you trying to get somebody back of equal value to try to keep content? Because Portland's always in the mix. I mean, Portland hasn't won, but they're always in the mix in the West. So I don't know. And that's why I think Simmons makes a lot of sense. Like, because he's, you know, he's like a young veteran. He's a theoretically he's a star he definitely hasn't played like one recently but he's someone you could maybe build a team around without putting yourself on like a five-year plan to tank and draft 19 year old players and wait it out so i i don't know i i know uh, nick's fans You know, we fortunately we haven't had to talk mm-hmm. about them in a while, but Knicks fans always think everyone's going to New York. Okay, who are you going to trade? New York has nobody good <laughs> except Julius Randle. Um, I mean, I don't know where where else could Dame go. Miami always gets in the mix for for people. You can never count out Riley. I heard Zach Lowe float an interesting offer that I don't think this team will do, but it would kind of make sense for both teams. Jamal Murray for Damian Lillard. So Jamal Murray is hurt, won't be back till March. So for Portland, it's like, okay, we're, we're trading a guy who wants to go somewhere and still compete. So we're trying to make Dame happy. Jamal Murray, we get him. He's not back until next March. So we're still kind of rebuilding, but then like a year from now, we're, we're still able to compete. I don't think it'll happen because I think Denver really likes Jamal Murray. And I think Jamal Murray really likes playing with, uh, Jokic. So I don't think it'll happen, but I like, I liked that idea. I mean, him going to Dame, going to Denver or Philly, like that would be big. Cause I mean, Jokic and Embiid were one, two for MVP this year. Like Dame's a top, I don't know, definitely a top 10 player. Like, 
that that could really you know tilt things so i don't know it's, it's an interesting question it'll be it'll be uh just exciting to see where he ends up okay but yeah. why not just bring the pieces to dame like i understand mm. like dame is upset because they haven't brought him the necessary pieces to win yeah. why not do your yeah. damn job stop putzing around and go get some good pieces for him. Like this talk of like, oh, like where is he gonna go? He's unhappy. Bring the pieces to him. Like I don't, I don't understand why Portland has dropped the ball every single season that Dame's been there when all they, they were needed. Never, is like, they were never willing to trade CJ. Like they never <sighs> found a good deal for CJ, and they were never gonna win the finals with with CJ two guards as their two best players. Like it's. No. I mean, no. I guess Golden State is a team that that did that, but like you don't really mm-hmm. see that. You got to have like a great wing or a great big man. Well, they were also they able to do that because State. of their defense. Like, it's like if you if you yeah, if you're Portland's gonna have defense is terrible. Guard, yeah, so like if you're gonna have if you're gonna rely on two guards and you better have one or two players that rocket defense, and they're neither of that. So, I feel like that's why Golden State was able to succeed those years. Um, speaking of succeeding in the NBA and winning some titles, uh, a topic that has been floating around the, uh, the, the chatter class over the last few weeks is whether this, uh, season will have an asterisk on it because of all the injuries to kind of these top tier teams, you know, the Lakers and Anthony Davis, uh, 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 the Nets and Kyrie Irving, you know, kind of these, like these premier league teams, uh, have all gone down and now we're, we're left in the finals with some like real unusual picks you know the suns and the bucks right now are kind of the favorites to make it uh to the nba finals which if you had said a year ago like that's that's a crazy finals matchup so i don't know what do you guys i don't know frank because the bucks were supposed to have been there Mm. for the past couple of years Mm -hmm. they have been the number one spot this is the first year that they were down it they were the number one seed they should have and if 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 you're going to asterisk anything you're going to asterisk the bubble where technically it probably should have been a little bit easier for them to get to the finals and they blew it and they blew it they didn't just blow it they blew it in the first round Mm. so i don't think that we can say oh you know the bucks are a shock because the bucks uh, with all you know things working out the way that they're quote unquote should then they should be the ones who are in the finals yeah. they should have been the ones that were in there last year absolutely absolutely i'm i'm with you 100 percent. greg what do you think is there an asterisk on this championship do you if somebody you know let's say no. uh, uh a month from now the suns have won uh the nba uh finals and somebody comes up to you on the street and they're like man this this nba playoffs was this was this was lame you know the suns won but like they wouldn't have won if you know if anthony davis was healthy what do you say to them greg i mean maybe but uh, you know that's the sport that's that's right it's a it's a prof- it's it, you know it's it, people get hurt i mean the injuries some of them are pretty fluke some of them probably had more to do with wear and tear but i think mo i mean like maybe ad but he was i feel like hurt all year like some of the injuries to me people were hurt all year long the nets 
Um, I don't know why my microphone just got a lot louder. That was kind of weird. Sorry. Sorry about that. I'm like, holy moly. Um, the Nets were kind of hurt all year. Um, obviously, the Lakers, LeBron didn't play the full season. But I don't, I wouldn't, it's not fair to put an asterisk. I mean, I mean, you could maybe as a fan of an individual team do that. But I feel like for the league, like the teams that are in it, they're not like thinking like while they're going to practice tomorrow morning, like, well, too bad this season has an asterisk on it. Like, like they're trying to win the fucking championship, all right? They want to win, you know? And fans of Phoenix want them to win. And you're not going to say, well, this doesn't count. It's so stupid to me. Yeah, I, I just agree. don't – I don't subscribe to that. I think it's – they. It, it, you know, this is the world we live in. You know what I mean? We said mm-hmm. this before. We would prefer to not have played in the pandemic. But that mm-hmm. wasn't an option, mm-hmm. okay? So this is what we got – who knows what it's going to look like going forward? Like, just let them play. You know what I mean? Enjoy the sport. It's a good sport. And, and even when people get hurt, there's you look at the Clippers. You look at, um, sorry, I just don't. I was going to say the the the, the Hawks, but they they the trade just got hurt, so I didn't want to say that. But the Clippers lost Kawhi. I mean, they have depth. They're still Reggie Jackson, best Italian player in the league like the way i i'm i haven't got to see some of these guys play before you know what i mean like i didn't even really know reggie jackson was on okc and all that so i'm seeing people that i didn't really get a chance to see. i don't know i'm learning more Which players it's kind of how the bubble was last year right? i felt good like, about the bubble in that same for that same reason that's why i liked being able to see people i hadn't really seen before yeah because mm-hmm. also this is the only we, we also had the fortune of like having so much basketball at the end of last summer and being to watch being able to watch teams that are nor, not normally nationally syndicated yeah. so or not normally nationally shown so i think that for me you know the hawks i think are a good example of this right like as soon as Nate McMillan came in their entire season changed and i think that that all of that is possible teams who are balling in the first half of the season after the all-star break can fucking crash and burn in the same way that some teams might come up and start crushing it after the all-star break so i think i just think it this this season is a full-length season they forced it into a full-length season the only people i feel like that would be wanting to put an asterisk on this are people who didn't make the finals wink wink and are mad that they're not in the finals this year because now that they had to play a full season and not just two months in a bubble, their you know their true colors yeah, are showing. Wink, wink. Uh, Somebody uh, said Matthew, earlier, wink, both wink. things are true. We were we were talking about a different topic. Like it, it's both true that this has been a weird once in a lifetime season that has circumstances that have never existed before, but also like Astros, it, it's bullshit. Like it's just a way to discount someone's accomplishment and and that's bullshit because so yeah like it's it's true there have been worse injuries than ever like yes people get hurt every year but it is worse this year than it's ever been as far as stars like more all-stars have missed games in the more i mean there's 24 all-stars right. every but year and maybe this there's year, more, more stars, stars than ever before well. missed games in the playoffs yeah but in the playoffs I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to like well, that's <laughs> true, just, but honestly still, like the, dude, 70 the years in the league. don't always make the playoffs. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm just saying there's but there's more, there's I, more I mean I think if, if it's more, more people out there that are that's true, so you can even add him. 
Trey Young didn't make the All-Star team. So I'm saying, like, there's people that, you know, anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah, a fact. It's More like stars star have missed games this year team. than ever before. I think before. that's what it's about. Like, that was true during the season, too. So, like, yes, the offseason and the condensed schedule, I think, affected the season. But, like... I don't know. In some ways, that matters more. Like, you gruel your way through this season. Whoever wins that championship, it's kind of like in the bubble. You know, LeBron was trying to boost his right. own shit, which is funny because now he's doing the opposite. But, you know, that was difficult circumstances for those players to work through and fight through and being oh, isolated. So, I don't know. I just think it's it's stupid to discount any of these seasons maybe the 99 lockout because that was so crazy and i remember watching that year and dudes were just the game was like terrible that year everyone was out of shape (laughs) but like generally speaking no like lebron his first championship was in a lockout year is that an asterisk like duncan won won a lockout championship um you know i I don't know right I just, I just think it's stupid when people try to. It, it's just a talking head thing. Like, uh, I yeah. Um, I, as we're literally talking about this, and maybe my feet is ahead, but Giannis looks like he's like injured. He and, he like, went down and just screamed "fuck." fuck. You oh, could God. see I'm it. Kidding. I'm not even gonna watch this. So okay. yeah, and I literally what the well, hell? Literally happened? asked. Ooh, ooh, Oh, let's let's hope not and we we all like the hawks and and would love well, to see them is, win but not like this, this. is a timely honest let's let's hope he's relevant. healthy Ooh. so yeah we're yeah. we're seeing Giannis just oh, went down extension. badly very badly His knee went backwards. Um, oh, right. oh my god! He's all right. Oh, yeah, if you're gosh. listening to this oh. right now, don't to Google watch. Giannis Antetokounmpo injury. Um, <laughs> it's pretty rough. We might, Frank. We should maybe because that's a five. tough watch. <laughs> it's tough. Halftime. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hoops crew. Yeah, we're gonna. This is the end of halftime, um, and uh, we'll be back in a few. Uh, thank you. And we're back. Uh, thank you for staying with us uh, during the break. Uh, Giannis got off the court, um, supported by his brother. Very emotional, um, and of course, we we are wishing him the best. We know we know that he's listening out there. Big fan. Um, and, uh, all jokes aside, we, we hope he, uh, uh, gets better soon. Um, Chloe, while you're here, cause I know you have to drop soon. I want to get your take on the U S women's national team, uh, mm-hmm. whose lineup was announced last week, uh, and you were not able to join us. Um, but you are somebody who thinks, uh, very strategically about soccer. Uh, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. And I know you, um, recently watched the, uh, LFG let's fucking go, uh, mm-hmm. documentary about them. So, uh, the floor is yours. Okay, great. Yes, I love, love talking uh, women's soccer. Uh, so first starting, uh, my first favorite statistics that I love to throw out there um, is, uh, if you don't know, 
for the uh, U.S. Uh, women's or men's nationals team. They have a little logo that says USA in the upper left or right corner. And the number of stars that are up there represents the amount of World Cups that they've won. Uh, the women have won four. The women ha- the men have uh, won zero. So there are no stars on the men's <laughs> uh, The men have Shaking also not qualified for the last three Olympics. So just let that sit in. Um, and the women are still currently in a battle to uh, get get uh, paid uh, equally um, and the women I believe have not finished less than third in either the Olympics or the World Cup so let that also sit in for you um, LFG is a great documentary I highly recommend it for people to really get to know the nitty-gritty of the law the lawsuit uh, that the women are still currently facing as far as uh, still trying to get equal pay as far as the women's roster, um, something that I learned recently is that since the Olympics is so short, they actually take five fewer people uh, than they do to the World Cup. So they're taking 18 players as opposed to 23 uh, like they would when they go to the World Cup. I am not the biggest fan of this roster, but I understand it from a celebratory last two raw for a lot of the players that are on the team. Tobin Heath and Christian Press are on the team, which Tobin Heath has been injured a lot of the time and they currently don't, they're unassigned to a team. So that means that they aren't on an NWSL team, but they did play in the European league, but they haven't been playing for a long time. I love Megan Rapino. She's also very old and has not been playing a lot of games. Carly Lloyd is going to be the oldest uh, women's soccer player going to the Olympics, like ever being on the team. And she's a classic cherry picker. I hated her attitude in the last uh, World Cup. She could have done an Abby Wambach and she could have embraced her uh getting older her role on the team really trying to support the younger people around her but instead uh she chose to pout um so i am kind of upset that she's on the team so you have a lot of the four players that usually start are very old injured and have not played in a long time and this will probably be their last uh world cup with maybe the exception of christian press um i don't know Alex. I love Alex Morgan. I don't know her physical status, but she did just have a child. No excuse there. But Jessica McDonald was on the 2020 roster before the pandemic hit, and she is not on the Olympic roster. And the speculation for that is at the time, Alex Morgan was pregnant and they did not think she was going to make the team. So Jessica McDonald got it. And now that Alex Morgan is back, she's on the team. But again, doesn't play as much. So I I I understand putting these folks on the team as far as probably their last Olympics ever. But if I was a player who is kind of like on the cusp and has consistently been playing and still consistently plays and I don't make the cut because I'm not a favorite, I would be pissed mm. because mm. US women's national team is known to not bring older players back despite their reputation. Hmm. So this construction of the team is very fascinating to me. And that's all I have to say. I'm still cheering for them. I'm very excited. Um, but Is the very. documentary worth watching? 
Oh, 100%. I learned so much more about the uh, the process and obviously how terrible the U.S. Soccer Federation is. It's utter garbage. They did just get a new, was it the U.S. Soccer one? One of them just got a brand new uh, president, like head of operations, uh, which is a woman. Uh, so one would hope that it would be better. Um, it's kind of sounding like it will be. So, yeah. But it's documentaries worth watching. Okay. Cool. And because I know you have to drop at some point soon, we're going to be doing uh, our newest segment at the end, Crunch Time, uh, which is where we go around and recommend anything we've been watching, listening to, reading, etc. Is there anything you want to share with us and the audience uh, that you would recommend? I just finished watching uh, Lupin, which Mm. is L-U-P-I-N. It has two... I forget what their special name that they're calling them. Like, uh, we'll call them seasons, but it has another name. Uh, Cause I think there's like five or six episodes in a season. It's really good. It's on Netflix. It is a, a French uh, TV series. Um, it honestly was the first foreign TV series that I have ever watched and I am hooked and I really look forward to watching uh, more of that. And I also, <laughs> started watching titans hell yeah hbo max i hate that i'm addicted to it because it's so bad it's good it outshines most of the dc uh anything uh dc movie related outside of wonder woman so uh give it a watch if you like teen titans all right thank you (laughs) chloe um all right. Uh, another topic that we have to cover in our second half here is the Free Bit Britney uh, campaign. We uh, heard from Britney herself uh, this week, which was uh, disturbing. MC, anything you want to say here? I don't think we have to spend a lot of time here. Obviously, we are on Team Britney and Team Free Britney. Um, but MC, anything you want to say on this topic? So, basically, they have been um, been st- her. Uh, her team that has got this whole thing happening uh, they have been sterilizing her because uh, they won't let her take out her IUD so she can get pregnant Um, they won't let her drive in a car with her boyfriend by herself all these things that you know we knew it like I feel like you kind of can sense that it's bad I mean like you could just kind of tell that she's got some she's been put on medication uh they put her on lithium which is really bad um and really fucks you up uh so it's just like all the things that you're finally hearing the actual truth is sort of the like laid out points um just prove how bad it is but if you think it's bad for britney spears who is um you know a multi-millionaire um, who, uh, yes, they were controlling her money. Yes, they were forcing her to do all these things. And uh, a, a person who is incapable of taking care of themselves wouldn't be able to make four hit albums, go on multiple world tours, right. do residencies in do Vegas. Vegas like someone yeah. who isn't able to take care of themselves wouldn't be able to do something like that. Um, granted, they were, you know, uh, forcing her and drugging her and doing all these other things. But uh, this just brings up a really important um a really important idea of just the way like the problems with the mental health community and the and the the mm-hmm. problems with people having control over their lives and when it is necessary to have somebody be there to take care of you and when it is not necessary and if like 
Brittany is having this problem, you can just imagine how difficult it is for other people who are suffering from other mental health crises. Um, everybody, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like everybody has a moment where maybe it's really bad for them and there you can have a break, but you can always come back from it. Um, and she clearly did, but wasn't given any credit for it. So basically, I just think let's take this thing that's happening with Brittany, support her, hope that she gets better. But also this opens the 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 conversation towards a larger issue and problem. Um, and that's kind of really all that I'll say. But again, free awesome. Britney and fuck Justin Timberlake because he's still coming out here trying to be like, good, supporting you, girl. And it's like, <laughs> no. He's good at no. that. That's your boo. That's your boo, Not though, anymore. MC. We are divorced. That's... Oh, thank God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. After what he well, did. Well, Kevin Durant's going to be happy to hear that. Oh, well, yeah. He better be. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, Let's let's pivot over to Hawks Bucks. I don't want to talk about this game specifically yet because it has not finished yet. I have a quick thing that I want to say uh, in regards to Trey Young, who I keep bringing up for Hooper of the Week, um, and I realized why I was watching the game on uh, on Sunday night. And I realized why I keep rooting for Trey Young. It's because I think when I was a little boy, this is just me speaking for myself. When I was a little boy and I imagined <laughs> what I would want to be like when I was playing in the NBA, it Hell was yeah. Trey Young. It was ah. like, you can just run anywhere on the court. You can shoot from 35 feet out and like maybe make it or maybe not. You can like, you can, you can duck and weave inside and you can like find your shot, uh, uh, like in the paint or wherever. Uh, and, and you're like running down the court and you're high-fiving the fans. Like he is such a, um, uh, like, like a, a presence to watch yeah. and it's, it, there's such a joy to what he does, um, that has me rooting for him. And, uh, and I realized it's like that, that it, it, it's a very, uh, for me, it really taps into like my idea of what basketball should be when I was a little kid. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to give Trey a little bit of love. Uh, obviously Trey got hurt in, in the last game and uh, Matt, I don't know yeah, if you want to talk about was, that. Cause I know you're tough. very mad it, it, at it Mr. Referee who so got in Trey's way. Greg said earlier, some of them have been fluky and this was definitely one of those Trey, uh, to be fair, the the ref was standing out of bounds. He wasn't on the court, so Trey would have been out of bounds. But he um, he was preparing himself to drive, and he stepped back, and he stepped directly on the ref's foot and hurt his ankle, hurt his foot. We don't know. None of these teams give any details about the injuries this time of year, especially. Um, oh yeah, they said bone bruise in his foot. Bone bruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it looked like he. They said that, but I don't even know how it's possible. I don't know. We'll see. He's out tonight. We'll see where it goes. But it, it was just so disappointing because it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't want to like pile on this ref. Like that. That feels kind of like hot takey to me. Like I, I don't know where they're supposed to stand or you know like. But still, it's important. <laughs> hot it takey sucks. is a like, good line. But here, but but Matt, don't you think like if you yeah. watch hockey at times like those guys get the hell out of the way, and people are getting body checked and they're flying everywhere and they get out of the way. You Trey was pretty close to him. Ah, 
It is fluky, but I think he could have just yeah. like he could have saw him stepping and just did that, you know, just move back. I don't know. To me, it just seems strange that he just like stood the right I mean, there the and was like, "I'm not so moving because I'm where I'm supposed like to be." That, where it so directly affects the yeah, the, you know the the outcome of the game, maybe the outcome of the series, like so. Yeah. Well, in Atlanta. Atlanta, even though they've been frying without him but he's hurt deandre hunter's been hurt reddish has missed a bunch of games like they're uh, you know like everybody we keep saying everybody's banged up everybody's banged up but uh, get the fuck out of here <laughs> it's pretty much an asterisk on this season for uh, me uh, to be honest what are the about the, wow wow i just defend it honestly whoever wins is like who cares like, if the Suns win the title this year and people are like, oh, it's an asterisk, it was such a weird year, then let's say the Suns win next year and the year after that. Like, does that change what happened this year? Like, I feel, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck Bill Simmons. That's all I'm saying. Right. I mean. So if it was, so if it was. So Hooper so of the week. Scots were actually playing each other. A Clipper is a ship right that's a boat versus a sun and then a buck is a deer and then a hawk is oh, a hawk that's a good one so i guess the sun would be all of them right i mean the sun gives life to the not necessarily bucks. have you seen um <laughs> master zen commander <laughs> i just find it so interesting just how sweaty Chris Middleton is. <laughs> okay, so thank you, thank you for this segue. So, open question for the family. Why don't I root for Chris Middleton? He is, we, we, we love like giving our, our flowers out. We love rooting for, for uh, all sorts of players here. Why do I have some sort of weird block against Chris Middleton? Why don't I like him? Why don't I? It's not that I dislike him. It's just that I don't, I'm not, I'm just always like, oh yeah, it's Chris Middleton. Yeah. I think he's actually one, uh, one of the best players in the postseason. Like just in the league. He's so like in terms of consistency. Sorry. Let me just back. Not the best. I'm not like saying I would, he's not in like my top five, but he's so steady. He He's high, high field goal percentage. I think Frank, I think he's just, I use this phrase a lot, but he's quiet as kept, man. He just shows up, does his job. He plays for Milwaukee. He would and he would be your favorite wizard. He would be. He would be my favorite he wizard. He would be your favorite wizard. And he's solid. Hey. Solid as a rock. That's yeah. what I love is. Um, I think the thing is that he doesn't show a lot of emotion. And Chloe said this earlier, yeah. and I agree. Yeah. He just always looks the same, and just, he's, his emotion is sweat. Just keeps on sweating. <laughs> Keith Sweat, man. <laughs> no, he, Keith Sweat, Keith Sweat shows a lot of emotion, okay? <laughs> he and needs to maybe watch a few Keith Sweat Motion when you're videos. listening to Keith Sweat. You're not... <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't feel anything for Chris Sweat. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Would you say he's just maybe just uh, he's wow. in the middle Oof. of like, wow? Yeah, this. The, <laughs> that was good. I don't think I. That was good. Oh wait, wait! I was gonna say something about Lou Will. I, I we before we got past it, but I'll hold it if you want because it's the Middleton, it's the Middleton section. No, no, no! I'm I'm, I'm done. Let's talk about Lou Williams. 
I've always loved that guy. <laughs> and he's been on a lot of my like favorite players list. Not best, but just favorite because I just he's a freaking baller. He's just in my I feel think of him as a street baller. I don't know why. Maybe that's not fair to say. Yeah. It's because he wears his pants so low. Like he, he he wears the shorts so long. He's still he's a little he he's also like been in the league for twenty four years. <laughs> it feels like he's been playing for so long. Yeah. So I love that he's on the Hawks. I love the fact that he's Rondo, I didn't yeah. I forgot he was on the Hawks until the, the Hawks traded for him. Yeah. They traded Rondo. They got a pick. Oh, that's right. That's a great trade to for well, the Hawks got a first Williams. Williams. I think kind as of well. a good trade for both so, of those teams. Good. Yeah, I could. No, I remember. I remember thinking like when, they like, got a first rounder out of that. I thought Rondo, they just traded him straight up. And uh, he is not playing lately. <laughs> yeah. the The bird has to be the most oh, overrepresented mascot of thing for a mascot, right? You got so many teams are Eagles or Hawks or Falcons or Pelicans or you know Penguins. Yeah. Penguins. Get we in got there, so Frank. Tell us, tell us we got Blue Jays. Tell us Blue how you Jays. feel about the bird teams. Yeah. Orioles. Cardinals. Cardinals. Orioles. I got nothing against birds. Ravens. I like birds. How many can we the go? Ravens. You want to keep going? Yeah, let's keep going. All right, what else? what's a bird team that we haven't named yet? Uh, Damn. Did you name the Eggles? Yeah. We mentioned them. Okay. We mentioned I was them. About Sorry, to I was distracted because there were some threes happening. No, uh, I understand. Bird-like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is kind, kind of, of interesting. Bird. Yeah. It's interesting that Atlanta Atlanta has Hawks and the Falcons, which is right. interesting. Right, yeah, that is Black interesting. Hawks. Yeah, they're I'm just known. Thinking two, two birds, one team. The oh, dirty damn. birds. Blackhawks. Black that's no, no, that's not. That's not. That's that's not. That's yeah. They should probably switch that to just the Blackhawks. So. Actually, no, they, but, they but just, people do say. But yeah. people here do say. Bah, 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 let's go hawk. So okay, okay. It, 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 I could see the confusion. Yeah, but also, I think you need to take five and start learning about Native American history. Here's. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. Um, we uh, here's a fun fact that I learned this year: the Florida State Seminoles are the only franchise that I'm aware of. I think they might be the only sports franchise that has the blessing of the indigenous community to use their name and likeness. They're like partnered with the university. Huh, but- to do to oh, like okay. the Seminole is like the, the Seminole tribe endorses the Seminoles so, and that's like do, all does the Seminole tribe endorse the tomahawk chalk that they, they do the tomahawk chalk do they endorse I, that too? Like I don't know no. but I want to say maybe yes that's a tough, that's a tough list I don't know <laughs> so it's a hard maybe I'd say uh, it's yeah. a really Rough. <laughs> I think maybe we should just get definitely right, cut on. this. Part. No, no, we can uh, keep it. We tend to we tend to get into the spicy stuff, and we, we learn from mistakes. it. We learn from it. We own our mistakes. That's true. Sure this is all. True. This I is sure all know. us Frank right got now. Going the war, yeah. Thing. So we got it the Middleton take. Okay, we know why you don't like him now. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that was a good. Just, that was a good point. That uh, I Frank does just love Birdman. That's his favorite. Artist. I do love Birdman, and I love the movie, the movie Birdman. Keaton. Oh, 
Oh, the vulture. That's another suit. Spider-Man. Bill. We're There's in all the sorts of birds. Now, so overrepresented. I know the game's not over, but it's maybe not really in doubt. Giannis is not coming back into the game. He is out for the game. And Atlanta, it's early in the fourth quarter. Atlanta's up, I think, by like 25. So it's, you know, we... If things change, we'll we'll make a Something note on like the pod that. or they or are make, up by twenty five. You know, record an addendum. But right now, it's looking like Atlanta's going to tie this series up two two. I love so, it. So here's some other fun facts from this series that I I, I really uh, liked. Uh, so Trey Young shot the fourth most free throws in the regular season and in game three he shot zero in the first half so I think the Bucks have done a good job of not getting him to the foul line and also I didn't realize how important that was to Trey Young's game um Giannis I was seeing this earlier has really been impressing me with his length the way he's been using his body um like underneath and stuff like that has really been amazing that he just has that extra reach to do the finger roll to the basket is really nice to watch uh I've really been enjoying this uh, series um I think it's been a lot of fun, and I'm excited that it's going to be tied up. I hope Giannis and Trey are both good to play in the next game. What's looking to be like two good competitive series. This happens every round where like teams jump out to a lead, like a two nothing lead, two one lead, three one lead, and we write other teams off. Like a few days ago, I feel like it was like, well, the Bucks are going to smash the Hawks. Seahawks, get the fuck out! Oh, but the <laughs> the Seahawks. That's another bird. The Seahawks. I don't know. Yeah. We just we write these teams off, and it's like the Hawks are right back in the series Matt, against keep Milwaukee. Going. The Clippers are definitely in this series against the Suns. I don't know. There's been a lot of comebacks this year. Like we we've talked it's a good about sport, it with the man. individual games. That's why we do the pod. Like, Philly blew a couple 20-point leads, but I feel like in series two, I don't know that for a fact, but like I feel like we're just seeing like big momentum swings. Maybe it's yeah. shooting more threes, but we see games and series swing so quickly sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think that it's funny because when Milwaukee destroyed the Hawks in the second game, I think it was – what game was that? It was just the second game they won, I think. They like won this by like was... 40 points or something outrageous. Yeah, that was the game on Sunday. And That's I remember thinking, like it's game. over. But I feel like after that game, Ginger Mamba. Ginger Mamba. Ginger Mamba. And it's like, you know, the down 2 1, like. Yeah, Luke Ridenauer. Game to game, it, it can really change. <laughs> Um, I agree. I think also uh, it makes it a little more <laughs> – this is rude, but it's even now because now that Giannis and Trey are out, now it's kind of anybody's – and it, this is really anybody's game, you know? Because yeah. I yeah. think well, I think it is point, nice to see MC. how they were doing well and fighting very hard without Trey. Yeah, um, I agree. Because they were doing this, you know, before Giannis went out, run, they were up yeah. by a significant amount. Yeah. But yeah. once Giannis did go out, then they went on another 12-2 to two run, so – yeah. Well, that's yeah. a good call out. Um, before we get to crunch time, because I want to hear all y'all's yeah. uh, recommendations on stuff. Yeah, baby. Um, picks. Who are we picking for each of the rounds? Can I start? Uh, 
Yeah, go ahead, G2. Go ahead. And, and the reason is because I just wanted to preface it with I like the fact that every, like, I remember thinking we made picks last time. Mm-hmm. But now you, I want to, like, I'm not sure, time? you know, anymore because it just changes <laughs> so quickly. Me, no. I danced around it and I kind of made it seem yeah, like I was, bit. you know, picking a team and then <laughs> I totally like the changed my mind at the last thing. But why does the, I got to figure this out why this keeps getting louder. Um, sorry about that, y'all. Technical difficulty, um, but I, I don't know. Like I would have said the Bucks yesterday. I would if you were like put. I'll give you a hundred dollars, you know, and and it's a free bet. I would go the Bucks heavy. Now it changes. Going back I mean, to the it's Hawks. hard to it's hard to. <laughs> but I could also see the Bucks winning. It's hard honestly. to pick when, <laughs> when you, I mean both of the best players are hurt and we don't really know what their status is. Like. We're we're all kind of spinning the right. wind right now. Yeah, and then in the Clippers Suns, I, I still have the Suns just because they just have to win one out of two. But um, I'm I'm <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm fine with what the are your picks? <laughs> <laughs> Very on brand. Very on brand. Uh, Again, I'm going with what I want versus what I think because I think that's the only way I can go um, to make a solid decision because I could um, see it kind of... I think everything feels pretty up in the air right now, but I would like to see Hawks Suns. Hawks Suns. That'd be a good one. Uh, Matthew, you got like It's so hard like with this Giannis thing. Who who the fuck knows what's going to happen? I'm going to stick with the picks I picked, which was yeah. Suns, Bucks. Yeah. Um, I, I really feel like, like I said, I think the Clips are going to win tomorrow. I think there will be a game seven. I give Phoenix a slight edge in that. But I'll say this. Uh, this is a topic that came up not on the pod, but between us, us uh, privately a little while ago when the Clippers made the conference finals, Frank threw out, the idea that Paul George might be the greatest clipper of all time. And I um I, uh, I I mocked him for that. I I disregarded I disagreed. I disagreed. I disrespectfully <laughs> you disagreed. You you um you respectfully disagreed with I, me. I, I'm not ready to change <laughs> my opinion on that. For the record, I said it was Chris Paul. Um you know, George has only been there two years. Let's slow down. But if they make the finals, maybe we can revisit next week. I Like I said, not ready to, to get there quite yet, but PG's been showing a lot. So let's see what they can do this week. And then and stick with the Bucks over the Hawks. I Who knows what's going to happen to Trey and Giannis. The Bucks. one thing we haven't talked about is their defense. And they're muddy, muddy. Against Atlanta, they they play good yeah. and I think it's part of why people don't like the Bucks very much. They're not like super fun to watch, but they play their asses off on defense. There's not a lot of team three, all three are above average on defense. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the Wizards and then the Bucks. You know, it's like if you're looking for solid, like consistent teams, consistent defense. It, yeah, it's like the Wizards and yeah. Anyway. 
I wouldn't trade the yeah, Bucks. For I wouldn't the trade the, the, the Bucks for the Wizards. <laughs> Who do you got, Frank? <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with with my predictions. I'm gonna stick with Clippies. Uh, although if the Suns win, I'm I'm great with that. I love that. But I just I, I'm excited for the Clippies. Uh, I think it'd be fun if they won. And I'm gonna go with the Hawks. Caw caw, baby. Um, All right, birds. I think yeah, birds. I'm on the record being very pro bird on this podcast, and uh, Larry Bird. That's another bird. Yeah, do Sue love bird. Larry. Yes. Bird. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna stick with uh, go birds and uh, go boats. Go boats. Uh, oh yeah, who's our Hooper do, of the week? Do we? I think it's PG. That, that's what I was. I feel say. like it's him too, but I also thought we gave I it like to him last that. week. I think it's. I th- oh, no, we I thought we gave it to Kevin Durant KD. because we knew. Oh, then yeah, then let's, we let's give it to PG. And, uh, I think, yeah. and we wanted to give him his too. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I think uh, Uber, the, Uber of 11 the 11 minutes. I will say, oh, yeah, there's like yeah you know what? We do need Clippers. to do Hooper, like, Hooper of the 11, best 11 minutes. <laughs> we need to do that. Uh, Marcus Morris had a big game last night. The Clippers, man, their depth is just showing up. Terrence Mann. Wow. And they, you know. Oh, Terrence Mann could have been one, too. He's, a, he's honorable their, mention. Their team is deep. Yeah. Yeah, right? He's I been out for I, the whole playoffs. I, I, he, I swear I, 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 I forgot about Surge. Maybe I think their best lineup is him at the five. He did not. He definitely didn't play. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can he can shoot and Ibaka. defend. If he is uh, he supposed I to come back? To... Sorry, MC, go ahead. I okay, do have to see. give it up for John Collins. Oh yeah, He's yeah. I do have to give I've it up for so John Collins. Watching him, I yeah. Think same. And can somebody tell um, me where well, he played played in college? I don't John know. Collins? Yeah. John Jones. College. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you. Um, just give me one. I can vamp. Second. I can vamp. So I had this um, thing happen to me today. Opened a fridge. Um, he went oh, oh. to <laughs> he went to Wake Forest. Oh, really? ACC boy, a demon ACC beacon. Boy. And how long did he play there? He played two years, twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that man. What a great pick. Did he, he get drafted picked. by the Hawks? He's he good. got drafted by the Hawks. He was 19th yeah. overall in the 2017 draft. Good pick. By the way, the Hawks, really good at drafting. They picked, I forgot about uh, this, so they obviously picked Trey Young instead of uh, Doncic, which is, you know, obviously very okay, controversial. But in the same year, they picked Herter. Yes. Yeah. Really fun. Go ahead, um, MC. I just, there was a shot that happened was, from yeah. behind the basket that went in. I thought uh, yeah. Just a moment ago. Uh, yeah. I kind couldn't of like tell picking Collins was, but, at 19. I'm on a delay, so I think I'm about to see it. Um, it was Capella, maybe? But anyway, uh, Matumbo was shocked by it. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was I, uh, I, I like, I like Trey on the side being so supportive of his team. Man. Yeah. He's not in the luxury box. God, I love Clint Capella. Um, 
All right, so Hooper of the Week goes to PG. PG and Terrence Mann, honorable mention. And Terrence Mann, honorable mention. All right, very good. Okay, we are now into crunch time. Uh, this is our new segment where we go around and we recommend uh, things to listen to, things to read, things to watch. Uh, anybody want to start? I'm fine to start because I like going first. Just in Go general. ahead, G2. But I'm also fine to go last if y'all want. Just no, I'm just go kidding. for it, buddy. That's my. Apparently, I'm just. The, I'm fine with them. <laughs> I want to use my time to tell a quick story, if that's okay. Please go ahead. So today, I started telling this. I can go to the vamp section, but you didn't need it because MC was on it with the Collins. I was going to the fridge on a break, and there was this thing of guacamole in there, mm. and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm about to. This is like Costco guacamole. I'm about to get down." And I noticed the top looked a little bit different, but I didn't think much of it. And I went to grab it, and it flew out of the fridge and just, like, started flipping upside down and spinning and just went and, like, hit my foot. And just, like, so it was mostly on my foot and on the floor. But it wasn't, like, a full. It was, like, a half of one, a container, because we had already eaten some. The point is... It went from guacamole to avocados. Wow. Because it wow. was all month. Wow. Wow. You wow. get the play on for Sam. Yeah, it's a big rough. Let's do, let's do a break right now. Yeah, so it was rough. The audience can collect themselves in their rough. laughter right now because that's, that's good. <laughs> it hurt. That was good. I have a Avocado. picture. You can, ch- you can check it out on my Insta story if you're listening to this um, in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Uh, yeah, that you. was my that was my crunch time because that was a big moment for me. But I, I would recommend that. the guacamole from Costco. <laughs> from Costco. Uh, yeah, my, um, Matthew MC. Who wants to go so next? This is a, a recommendation. Is that right, Frank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything you've been reading, watching, I'm listening to uh, that you want to recommend to us or right our, our listeners? East Coast, but I'm going to recommend going outside and. Sweating your sweating your ass off a little bit, like if you're if you're able to. I I mean, it's, <laughs> it's kind of easy for me to say that. I went to the pool today, which I think is one. So if you if you have a public pool near you, go to the fucking okay. pool. It's summertime. Like the cicadas here, at least, are pretty much gone. So at least there's no noise. Uh, just just get out there and and sweat sweat it out. You know, sometimes you gotta. Are they are they not gone up there in Laurel? The cicadas are gone. Yeah, they're gone down here. Yeah, go outside, enjoy your summer. That's all I got. I'm not watching anything. I'm not. The only show I'm watching right now is Loki. I love that. Shout out to summer. It's all right. That's that's all I have to say. Okay. I mean, I've only it's seen like middle two, two. two. It's like third, and I think it's, like it's there. I'm enjoying it. See, he's there. People are saying. Uh, some people say the third was the best episode. The second was better than the oh, first. Oh, wow. Okay. I heard the second. I've heard the second's really good, yeah. I don't uh, MC, what do you, uh, you want to hit in crunch time, or do you want me to go? Oh, I was just going to say... Um, We've had three tornado warnings here in Chicago in the past um, week, so I have not been outside that much. But um, I will say... Tornado warnings in Chicago? Yeah, Windy City, buddy. It's a circular situation. No, no, We've never... I've never lived here. I've lived here for over 10 years. I've never had a tornado That's insane. 
it's really bad. It's not yeah. that bad. It was like that pink, that dark pink over my neighborhood. Yeah. Wow. But I don't think anything would be able to touch down here because happy there's pride. not enough space. But happy, happy pride. <laughs> yeah. The the tornado was actually me. Um, One day left. Fucking coming through. Whipping around. Through. T- t- uh, I have something that I don't recommend. Okay. I have, okay, I have something don't I don't recommend. recommend. Yeah. I watched, uh, this is just a really, it's a bummer. I watched False Positive, which is a movie on Hulu starring oh, yeah. Alana Glazer, yeah. uh, Sophia Bush, Pierce Brosnan, Justin Theroux, Gretchen Maul. Um, it was really bad and it made me really upset because I do love Alana Glazer. She did write it. She didn't. Directed. I think the directing was worse, but uh, please don't watch it. What or or watch it, and we can share in the collective um, feelings about this movie. Was it because like- not a lot of people have watched it, and I do want like people to to have experienced the badness of it, but I also don't want to inflict it on anyone at the same time. Was it like bad? So, good, it's a very or was safe Bad. Bad. It was just bad, bad, unfortunately. Aye, aye, aye. But it was so ridiculous, too, that in a way I'm kind of like, maybe it was bad good because it's just, like, insane. <laughs> That's the one with, like, mommy brain and she's pregnant and... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and Damn. it has two of my favorite actresses, Alana Glazer and Sophia Bush. <laughs> Hashtag One Tree Hill. Actually... I actually really do love Sophia Bush, and yeah. they just uh, the girls from One Tree Hill are say, doing a I, podcast right now. I so. waited oh, on I do recommend I waited that. on Pierce one time, and he was a yeah, piece of shit. Anyway, oh yeah, he was he was really insane. Damn. He gives me a lot of arrogant. He's probably vibes. the worst person I've ever himself? waited on in my life. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, what a, I don't what remember a bummer. Exactly. I mean, he wouldn't. What order did he order? Do you remember? Menu. He wanted like different different kinds of fish that we didn't have, and um, oh come yeah. on! Yeah, it was like that kind of thing. Why are you here? Uh, like, yeah. what are you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at the menu Grubhub. before you go. <laughs> yeah, this this Anyways, ain't Grubhub. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan, real piece of shit. I love Alana Glazer though. I'll check it out, <laughs> or not check it out. It was not a recommendation. <laughs> Yeah, she's great. Check out the playoffs, though. Yeah, Check it sounds like it might be a bit of a... <laughs> uh, my Crunch off. Time... Yeah, check out the playoffs. They've been great. Uh, my Crunch Time is for a uh, video game that I've been playing called Subnautica. Uh, it's pretty fun. You can get it on Xbox Game Pass if you're into such things. Nice. So, Switch. Um, hey. Hey, 10 bucks a month. It's like the Netflix of games. It's great. Hey, um, don't you need an Xbox to do it? No, 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 I'm just playing on my PC. I'm just oh, yeah. I don't have uh, a PC though. Those are better for games, right? No, yeah. but you can you can still but do can it on, on your too. on the Mac. They just yeah. added it to the browser. Yeah, they're You're gonna get Microsoft, on Safari. Hey, this is a uh, 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 plug, free plug for Microsoft. Microsoft's <laughs> doing a lot of interesting things for gaming. They're like really trying to make it like deviceless, so you don't need a console, you don't need a PC. You can play it on your phone, you can yeah. play it on your tablet. They're like really getting into cloud and being able to play your games anywhere, which is really, it's really neat. It's uh, their vision of the future is like a pretty cool one for games. But anyway, Subnautica, okay, it's a game. What'd you say? I said neat. 
Neat. Yeah. Uh, Subnautica came out a few years ago. It's by an indie developer. It's a cool game. You're, you're, uh, I'm not spoiling anything. This is just what happens in the first minute of the game. You are in like a spaceship and then suddenly you're in the escape pod and you're dropping and you see the spaceship blow up and then it crashes into the water. You crash into the water and then you're hit by a piece of metal and you wake up and you're just on this planet and you don't know anything about what's happening and the whole planet is covered in water so the whole game is okay. water traversal bit of a geonosis nope that's not the planet matt help uh, me out episode uh, you're talking two about camino camino, are you camino? thank you camino yeah, yeah. Maybe a bit of a Naboo situation. I'm thinking like a wind wave. Okay, see. Diving underwater. There's a lot of. Okay, see. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bit of wind wake. Yeah. It's all like you're diving underwater, which is like you don't realize that like we haven't done that much with like water. Like, why aren't we doing more with water in movies? Groundbreaker. Like Aquaman. Aquaman. Waterworld, like, yeah. Aquaman Two's coming, uh, filming now. Okay. The Lost Kingdom. I'm waiting on Back Kevin to Costner once too. He Aquaman also. Two. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, Wouldn't it. have thought yeah, that from Kevin. Yeah, I also Kevin. heard this story from my cousin when she was in college. He was like hitting on all the girls, and like he was Ugh. still very married at the time, and was like Ugh. making out with one of her like nineteen-year-old friends at the Ugh. time. Oh, I'm into that though. No. Uh, yeah, we we know. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for All us. All right, well, thank you. Crunch time. Um, and uh, I think that'll do us for Hoops Crew. Does anybody have any closing thoughts? Anything they want to get in before we wrap it up? Keep watching right, ball. Keep watching. Let's all go to the pool and uh, watch basketball together and don't get hit by a tornado. Uh, I'm Frank Severich. Uh, We've had uh, Chloe Michaela. Oh, wait, plugs. Wait, before I sign off, plugs. Does anybody have anything to plug? Uh, Still doing my Twitch show on Mondays. Chicago oh, for real. Capella is on the ground. Capella's on the ground. I was just thinking. All right, see, this is the plug. Just let us plug. All right. They have their... They're like main guys out there. He got hit in the face. He's fine. This season. Uh, Plugs. um, uh, The same piece I plugged last week. A piece I wrote for the Frank page. It's called One Year Later. It's about mental health. Uh, It's available on thefrankpage.com. Also, uh, audio version coming sometime soon. We'll We'll have more info on that next week. Coming soon. I like that. Uh, G2, anything to plug? No, no, just, you know, check, check me out, you know, on, on the musics if you want, if you're into it, um, feel free, you know. I appreciate the support. I'm falling again. Yeah. I'm falling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for Poland. us. Thank you so much to Poland. We love you. Uh, thank you so much to... Shout, shout out, out to Poland. Poland. Uh, Netherlands. Shout out to Trey Young. Shout out to Ty Lu and uh, Free Brittany. Uh, we Crew. will be back next week for more hoops, more um, asterisks, and more crew. Um, thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.